For health's sake, a simple chat for better health. I'm your host, Donna Karras. These podcasts are a publication of Amory Hospital and Clinic, Hudson Hospital and Clinic, Health Partners Clinic Stillwater, Lakeview Hospital, and Westfields Hospital and Clinic. All are part of a nonprofit healthcare organization committed to enhancing community health. I'm talking to physical therapist Scott Gorham about what to expect if you need sports rehab. Welcome, Scott. Yeah, thanks for having me back. What kinds of athletes see a sports rehab therapist? Any sort of individual that participates in a recreational or a competitive sport. So this can range from young athletes to weekend warriors and everyone in between. If your main priority in seeking out physical therapy is to be active for a specific sport or activity, then sports physical therapy is definitely for you. When should an athlete see a sports physical therapist? An athlete should seek out a sports physical therapist when they're suffering from any sort of injury that negatively impacts their ability to perform their respective activity or or sport. So this includes things like traumatic injuries, overuse injuries, or even after uh, surgeries too. Um, Seeking out a specialist that knows more about the sport you participate in will make the experience even more valuable. So like me personally, I played football for 15 years growing up. I was a wrestler growing up, played baseball. I'm an avid weightlifter too. So those sports in specific, I'm a little more nuanced in. So I'd probably be able to add a little more benefit in uh, those kind of athletes versus say like uh, a hockey player. Patient might be might be advantageous for them to see a sports physical therapist who knows more about hockey. But yeah, kind of depending on specialty might make experience a little bit better for you. But sports physical therapy can also help athletes create injury prevention programs too. That's another big thing. So athletes can reduce their risk of getting injured while uh, participating in their sport by seeking out a, a sports physical therapist too. It's always a fun added benefit. What are common injuries that benefit from sports rehab? There's a pretty vast array, but I'd say probably three of the biggest injuries that come to mind when thinking about sports rehab is uh Probably the main one is uh, ACL reconstruction. So someone tears the ACL, they get surgery and have it reconstructed, and then they have therapy afterwards to kind of get back to normal. Another common one, uh, more so in the arm, is people who have Tommy John's surgery, or that's a, a UCL reconstruction. And that's a ligament on the inside part of your elbow. From all that repetitive throwing, they reconstruct that ligament and uh, you get rehab after that. And then... Anterior knee pain is another very common one that we get, which is also known as patellofemoral pain syndrome. Um, With a lot of the jumping sports that are out there, anterior knee pain or just pain in the front of your knee, generally speaking, is pretty common. The three big things, but a couple of other things that we see pretty commonly too are ankle sprains, rotator cuff issues, labral issues in the hip or the shoulder, hamstring strains, uh, Achilles tendon repairs. And kind of uh, on the forefront, it's kind of a new thing that we've been starting to see in the world of physical therapy is uh, management uh, after uh, a concussion. What kind of evaluation do you do initially? We do a physical examination, and this can look vastly different depending on where the patient is in their uh, journey or their situation with their injury. It may be as simple as just checking how much motion they get in a specific joint and 
how much strength they have in a certain muscle group, like in the case of just like an acute injury or like right after surgery. But if the patient is a little further along into their recovery, the physical evaluation may consist of more advanced techniques such as motion analysis, dynamic balance assessments, and uh, performance of a uh, a sports-specific task. Um, And then from there, we can try and identify any discrepancies that you might have and make a plan of action to correct for those discrepancies and and see if that helps out with uh, their situation. What are some important areas of emphasis in the rehab process? Uh, First and foremost, I would say strength and power should be a high priority. Playing sports requires a high level of strength and power. A lot of people present with weakness um, and have a hard time generating that strength in a short period of time. That's basically what power is. And those are two things that you need the muscles to do when it comes to optimal sports performance. Um, So strength and power is kind of the big thing. And another big priority too is, you know, we can have these muscles do all these great things, but it's knowing how and when to use all that strength and that power. So we try and focus things uh, like coordination and uh, something that we call motor control. And basically what that means is like, how and when do we use our bodies in relationship to the task that's being performed? So, you know, trying to uh, maneuver a puck down the ice rink or fielding a ground ball and throwing it to first base. And then uh, how do we interact with the environment surrounding us? So like if, uh, again, we're playing hockey or playing football, like what are the people in the environment surrounding you do and how does you, how do you react to all that? So it's kind of putting all that power and strength and balance all together and how it interacts with the task that you're trying to do and uh, the things going on around you. So it's all kind of compilation of everything going on all at once. But those are the big things that we really want to focus on. What sorts of skills and tools do sports physical therapists commonly use to help in the athlete's treatment? So I would say our main mode of treatment is is definitely exercise. Uh, Exercise is a very broad term, so it can be broken down into different categories depending on what the intent of the exercise is. Uh, We most frequently use exercise to help build strength, improve flexibility, work on balance, coordination, and environmental interactions. As I was just saying, we also use exercise to correct for movement faults. Research has shown time and time again that using your body to a certain capacity to make changes is the most effective treatment method. And then from there, we can augment our exercise treatment with other tools and modalities. It's kind of like frosting on the cake. So a tool that I've been using a lot lately in the clinic is this thing called blood flow restriction. So in a way, it's, it's kind of a different way of helping people strengthen their muscles who have a hard time really pushing heavy weights. Of course, to build like good strength, you have to push a good amount of weight to really build on some strength. But some people can't do that as well. Sometimes pain gets in the way. So then what we do is we do blood flow restriction, which allows people to strengthen with a lot lighter weights, but get a much more magnified strength response from that lighter weight. So that's kind of a nice tool that I like to use, and that's been kind of on the forefront of sports medicine as well. And then other things that we like to use, uh, electrical stimulation, scraping tools such as Graston, that's kind of a term that's been thrown out there that a lot of people know of, and other common modalities like vasopneumatic compression. Basically, that's just a compression sleeve that gets cold water pumped through it. 
I'm in the just your typical hot packs, cold packs, massages, stuff like that. But again, those are all adjunct things to add into your exercise prescription. You mentioned this before, but how does sports rehab help to avoid future injuries? Yeah, I did allude to that earlier. So basically what we look at is just kind of another way to reframe it is reducing your risk of injury. There's a lot of research in that area right now. We want to be able to easily identify modifiable factors to reduce uh, the chances of someone getting hurt at their sport. So some examples of this include like strength in certain muscle groups, as I mentioned before, too, balance capabilities, movement control, um, and even simpler things. These are kind of outside of our scope of practice as physical therapists, but we can still screen for this and refer to the right profession. But uh, even simpler things such as like, what's your diet look like? In which case I would refer to a dietitian. What's your sleep quality look like? Then we can look into getting you to like a sleep specialist and even things like mental health too. Like the mental and emotional toil associated with all this kind of stuff is a huge factor in how we perform physically and how we recover with our injuries or prevent injuries in this case. So those are just some things that we look at for injury prevention um, screens. Will an athlete be able to get back to full participation? Well, that's certainly the hope and the and the goal uh, with uh, working with athletes in, uh, in sports medicine. But depending on the situation, there's certain criteria that we've researched and established uh, that we would like the athlete to meet prior to returning to, to full participation. This has been heavily studied in um, athletes who have ACL ruptures and subsequent repairs. So in order for an individual to return back to, to full um, sports, we have them perform a battery of physical tests, and we also assess their tolerance to activity kind of lower on the totem pole, so like sports-specific drills. And then from there, we can work the athlete into like non-contact practice or just doing drills with the team. And then if they do that well, then doing like full contact practice, like full goes in practice, and if they tolerate that, okay, then that's one thing we look at to say that like, you can go back to playing in a game. And then as far as like tests go, an example of that is we do like hopping tests for people who have ACL uh, reconstructions. So what that looks like is like how far can you jump on your uh, surgical leg compared to your non-surgical leg, jumping straight forward or jumping diagonally three times down a line or just doing like three hops in a row. Uh, we do different variations of hopping tests, and we compare that to the uninjured leg, and we see how symmetrical they are. And if they meet the criteria that we've researched and outlined, then we kind of give them the green light to go back to playing in games, and we feel that their level of re-injury is low enough where we feel comfortable doing so. Well, that's great information. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for listening. 